When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Strong out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. But what a day. How's your boy been? All right, get up, everybody. How we doing? On this Monday morning, we're getting the week started. Uh, For me, it's, uh, you know, the kids back to school. I mean, seriously, listen, love my kids. But a week, especially in the winter, and everything's canceled. Everything's canceled. You know, he's playing basketball, canceled because it's break. Families go on vacations. You know, some families. So everything was canceled, nothing to do. What do you do? I mean, we've been to the arcade a million times. I'm tired of going to the arcade. You go bowling. You know, we go outside a little bit, but you only be outside for so long with the little, with, with my guys. I'm not going to be out there for hours at 25 degrees. It's cold up by me. So, like, you know, we threw the football around a little bit, played soccer a little bit in the backyard. But, like, what do you do? What do you do all week with, like, a, a four- and a six-year-old home from school all day looking at you like, what do I do, Daddy? I don't know. I don't know what you do. Try not to kill each other. Because that's what they're just all about wrestling. So it's a new week. We're back to normal. Let's go. And baseball's back, which is very much back to normal for me. And we got to see Juan Soto. And I'm looking forward. I mean, that first swing I mean, can you make it up? Honestly, I know it ended up being nothing. He ends up hitting a home run and looking great in the uniform. He walks the next plate appearance after the first one. And Judge, you know, hits gets him the third with a double. And then a ground ball scores a run. It's like perfect. Like the game literally, I know it's a, it's a meaningless game, right? No one cares. I don't care. You got to see it, though. And the idea of him in front of Judge is just so, it feels so, it feels right. It feels right. And we got to see it. He comes through, but obviously that first swing, because I, I talked about this, like him on a one-year contract scares the hell out of you. Right? And I'm gonna talk about this in a second about, you know, the 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 one aspect of this that drives me absolutely nuts. But he's gonna be gone. Right? He's going to he's going to the Mets. Everybody knows it. He's going, he's going with Steve Cohen's money. It's a fait accompli. They probably already have some sort of secret handshake that it's gonna happen. That's the way people talk about it. He's going to the Mets. So on a year where Juan Soto, it's like a one-year possibility, and you could lose him. Like, as much as we fear injury on all these guys, and Judge has been hurt a lot, and, I mean, imagine if Cole goes down, how important he is. But on a one-year deal, your fear, like, if Soto gets legitimately hurt, you play, you paid all the, you paid this high price and traded away all this pitching for a one-year of a guy who now is going to be injured for a lot of the year. So, like, there's always going to be that fear of Soto getting injured on some level, at least for me. And then have him go down awkwardly in the first swing. I'm just like, I can't take it. I threw the remote on the couch. I said, I'm going inside. I need five minutes. And I, he ended up being fine. I saw him run to first base. He looked fine. Then obviously he walks, hits the home run. It's all great. But that moment is scary as hell. Because this is, as much as I've been yelling all morning that the Yankees haven't quite gone all in 
And despite the fact, as soon as I left on Wednesday, all of a sudden Twitter and social media was a buzz with all Snell going to the Yankees, Snell going to the Yankees. Well, if you listen to Jack Curry, who everybody, let's be honest, and rightfully so, we take his gospel, he's getting the, the information directly from the Yankees. And Clappish has put out articles like, they are not getting Blake Snell. You heard Hal Steinbrenner tell you that they are, like, yeah, they're always looking to improve the team, but the Yankees believe they're all in at $300 million. That's that's all in. That's all into them. Being over the, the Steve Cohen luxury tax, that's as much as they feel they should be asked to do. That's as much as Hal Steinbrenner should be asked to do. That's that's how they feel. He doesn't think adding Snell and paying, uh, even, even if he gets $27 million, which I can't imagine him getting less, you're talking about $60 million. They're not going to do it. I promise you. So forget it. This is the team we saw. Carlos Rodon, he looks great. Looks in great shape. We'll see how he pitches. He's throwing hard. He looked better. We'll see. But I do want to just talk briefly about Juan Soto and the idea of him going to the Mets next year. Last uh, Next year. Uh, one, I think it's ridiculous to, to to suggest where Juan Soto or anyone would go. He hasn't played for the Yankees yet. We have no idea what the experience is for him. To just assume he's going to go anywhere next year is preposterous. But I was listening. I, you know, A lot of people sent it to me. Randy Miller, who covers the Yankees for NJ.com, was on with uh, Ricky Ricardo yesterday. And he continues to push this line. And I, I just want to get – I don't understand it at all. The idea that they, the Yankees, and someone asked Hal Steinbrenner this question, and Hal didn't just absolutely throw it out. He said, you know, that's an interesting question. I never thought about it. The idea that the Yankees won't pay Juan Soto more than Judge is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The idea that that will stop them, that they think they have to draw the line at $360 million because that's what they pay Judge is absolutely idiotic. And I think it's ridiculous, and I think the Yankees probably think it's ridiculous. I think Hal didn't had never thought of it, amazingly enough. And if that comes out to be the case, I will the Yankees are the dumbest organization in all of sports. Now he did say, hey, listen, we're gonna get the he's gonna hit the free agents market. I don't think Judge will mind as long as we retain him, and he's gonna he's gonna hit the market, and the market will dictate what he gets. Exactly right. And the idea, well, because hey, they stopped at $300 million where for Yamamoto. They didn't want to pay him more than Cole, so we can correlate. One, it's ridiculous. First of all, Yamamoto's never thrown a pitch in Major League Baseball. Never thrown a pitch. Yes, he's a brilliant pitcher. Yes, they loved him. Yes, Brian Cashman traveled to Japan himself to watch the guy pitch and throw a no-hitter. They absolutely adored him. They wanted to sign him. They were willing to go up to $300 million and, you know, maybe a little bit more. But they they figured they were in a, a losing game against the Mets and Dodgers. They drew the line at $300 million. That does not mean, because they would not go more than that for Yamamoto, who's never thrown a major league pitch in Major League Baseball, that they'll stop short on Juan Soto, who is putting up numbers the likes of Jimmy Fox and Albert Pujols. You saw the stats today if you watched the game. It's 150-plus home runs with a 400-on-base percentage and you know a batting average of 270 under the age of 24. It's like him, Mickey Mantle, Albert Pujols, Mike Trout, Jimmy Fox. Like that. That's the company this guy keeps. He's already won a World Series. This is a 24. Six-year-old phenom, world-class baseball player who's proven it here in Major League Baseball. 
and he's going to hit the free agency market at 26 years old. He is younger than, he is six months younger than Adley Rushman, the young superstar catcher for the, the Baltimore Orioles, who was a rookie last year, who's going into his second season. He's six months younger than him. This is a different, unique player who's going to hit the market at a unique age, who's already had unique accomplishments, and he's going to get paid hundreds of millions of dollars and probably $100 million more than Judge. And if the Yankees don't do it, fine. I'll disagree with it, and I'll yell. If the Yankees don't do it because they think they can't pay him more than Judge for the dynamic of the organization, I will scream to high heaven. And it'll be the dumbest thing the Yankees have ever done, and they've done some dumb things. 877-337-6666. I'm still trying to figure out why the Mets are stupid and haven't signed uh, Jordan Montgomery. After the Sanga, uh, they should have signed him before. They should have already signed him. But now with Kodai Sanga's injury, where we don't know if he's going to pitch till June, let's be totally honest. We have no idea when, the, when he's going to pitch again. And this is a guy coming from Japan who pitched every sixth day. Like he was... He was needing extra rest all the time anyway. But you you allowed yourself to go into the season with him as your ace. He goes down, and I'm reading articles, well, it's not as bad as you think. It's not as bad as you think. I mean, no, it's not as bad as you No, you know why it's not as bad as you thought? You know why? Because no one seems to give a damn about this season for the Mets. It's okay. What's the difference? We weren't expecting to win anyway. Who gives a damn? It's okay. It's not that devastating. It's no big deal. It'll be a few months. Until then, we'll see a lot more Tyler Moore Gill. It's, it's fine. No big deal. Budo. Throw him out there. Who cares? It's okay. The plan isn't to win this year. So who gives a damn? I, I don't understand it. There's a plan, and then there's what they need to be doing. And with the richest owner in baseball, now one of the smartest executives in all of baseball, there's no reason they can't. Chew gum and walk at the same time. You can make this plan for the future. Give yourself a chance this year. Go out and sign a bat and certainly go help this rotation. Jordan Montgomery is falling into your lap. I don't think he'll take the same kind of one-year deal. I don't think pitchers would be willing to do what, what Bellinger has done. But it doesn't change the fact that this market and everybody who's attached to Scott Boris has completely fallen apart. He was supposed to be a Texas Ranger. They're not they they don't want to spend any money because of their TV deal right now. His market, he's they're talking Boston. He his market is completely collapsed. And I understand he's got money in pitchers that aren't on the rotation right now in Verlander and Scherzer. I understand he spent money before and it didn't work. I understand all that. He's a billionaire. He doesn't make Bad decisions. That's he didn't become a billionaire making bad decisions. No, he became a billionaire making smart decisions and jumping on advantages. And he has an advantage right now with Montgomery's market. Go be aggressive. That's how billionaires become aggressive. They don't. They don't become billionaires sitting on their ass. Go be aggressive and get a starting pitcher who's thirty-one years old, thirty years old, in the just about to hit the prime of his career who's proven to be a postseason pitcher, who's proven he could pitch in New York. Like, he's exactly what you're looking for. And he's on your timetable of winning because he's he better be. Otherwise, what the hell are you doing? 
And he doesn't cost you a pick because he was traded last year and they couldn't give him a qualifying offer. Like, there is no reason not to go sign Montgomery. And yet, we don't talk about it. It's no big deal. It's okay. Whatever. It's a couple months. What are you going to do? Not that big a deal. It's a sore shoulder. I mean, you know, we'll live with it. Everything will be fine. Okay. I don't get it, Brad. Brad in Tampa, I don't get it. That's hey, uh, when I say Brad in Tampa, I'm 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 trying to inject you into the conversation. Yeah, I'm here. There you go. What's up, Brad? Eh, not too bad. I mean, can't you see the Mets are rebuilding? Why are you hung up on them signing Montgomery? Worry about the Yankees. This is a rebuilding year. It doesn't matter no. if we get Montgomery. It, no, it's moot point. That's dumb. I hate it. Why? Why are you rebuilding with the rich owner in baseball? Why are you rebuilding? Do both. How does Montgomery hurt you? When do you expect to oh, win? We win? When do you expect to win again? Without Montgomery, when do you? All right, well, let me ask you a question. When do you expect to win a World Series again? Or when do you expect to 2024, compete? 2025? Uh, well, this is 2024, so I'm assuming you don't expect it this year. So you're saying uh, you, right. you expect uh, yeah. 2020? I, I'm, I'm just, you got, I caught you up there in a word. No big deal. I get your point. Yeah. So next year. Yeah. Next year. So you've got a one-year rebuild. Next year, you're on pace to go try and win a championship. Is that your plan? Personally, yes. Okay. So let's just say that's the Mets plan. How many rotation spots are you going to have to fill in one year? Because, you you know, it's a one-year deal for Severino. It's a one-year deal for Manaya. Like, how many starting pitchers are you going to have to fill next year? Why not start this year when you have a bargain for Montgomery? Well, we're going to Is Montgomery not going to be good deadline. next year? When we got a couple kids in the, in the, in the farm system. Uh-huh. We're going to dump these guys at the deadline. And, you know, Stevie's going to go on a spending spree. In the offseason, we'll be fine. Well, go spend Montgomery now and give yourself. Does this year have no value to you as a Met fan? You don't. You don't care about this year at all. I care. I mean, I, I want to be contending for a World Series. Don't well, get me wrong. Well, then, but, but it's not happening. Uh, yeah, but this can help you get into the postseason. Anything can happen. I don't think anyone went into the season last year thinking the Arizona Diamondbacks were contending for a World Series. Montgomery is not getting us a World Series championship. With I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, How do you know? Did anybody think they when they made the trade for him at the deadline for Texas? Did you think he was going to be the guy to win big playoff games for them and take them into the World Series? Anything can happen, Brad. Anything can happen, Brad. I want to win this year on some level. And good luck convincing all these free agents to come to you when you, you're going off back-to-back losing seasons. Yeah, there are some guys who just take the money. Then there's the generational guys who are looking for their spot as well. Yes, it's money, and that's an advantage. No one's saying it's not. Everything being equal, the most money will win out. But we've seen it two times over the last – we've seen it back-to-back years. Yamamoto apparently, reports are, turned down most money in Philadelphia to go to the Dodgers because he wanted to be a Dodger. The Yankees, for sure, Aaron Judge signed with the Yankees and turned down $400 million, $40 million more with the San Diego Padres to stay a Yankee. The Mets not only need to have the biggest paycheck, they need to sell a product. And their product's going to be back-to-back 75, 78 win seasons. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not, ag- I'm not against the plan of a, of a slight rebuild. Like, I get a lot of the plan. I get it. 
Build from within. I get it. Don't go sign Snell. He's going to cost you a second and a fifth round pick. I understand. Don't go trade for Juan Soto in the in this offseason prior to obviously the Yankees doing it. You don't want to have to trade all the way your away your pitching depth for Juan Soto. You could pay him next year. I get it. There's a lot of things I understand. Go sign a lot of, you know, low risk, high reward players like Severino and Manaya in it. I get it. But there's also just, and especially now that you, you could be down Sanga for a while, like go at, you should have done it anyway. Go ahead to this rotation. You have a chance to possibly have a decent offense, right? McNeil's due for a good year. Alonzo, hopefully a motivated Alonzo, is going to hit 50-plus home runs. Hopefully Marte sounds like he's healthy, can come back and be the player he was a couple years ago. I think you could see Alvarez really emerging into being one of the better, if not you know, one of the best uh, power-hitting catchers in the sport, which is a crazy advantage because not many teams have them. Like The offense might not be that terrible. The offense could has a chance to be good. I wish you'd add another bat. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. If the if the Mets right now went out and got J.D. Martinez and Montgomery, tell me that team's not better. Tell me, A, how it hurts the the building process, and then other than, I guess, you know, J.D. Martinez, you're going to tell me, oh, it takes away bats from, from guys like Vientos. Okay. But those, that's a legitimate bat in the lineup, and that's a legitimate pitcher in the rotation. That gives you a chance to win now while you rebuild. Alex in Manhattan. What's up, Alex? Hey, how you doing, Chris? Good. How are you, buddy? Good, good. First of all, congratulations. I heard you in the morning. In the morning, I mean, the, in the midday, and showcasing your knowledge about sports. I was very impressed because I hear you in the, at night, and you're talking about movies and this and this. Yeah. But to, talking at midday, congratulations. Very good job. Thank you. you did on the midday show. I'll be doing and it again this back, Friday. Oh, really? Friday? Okay, so I'll, I'll be in the saddle on Friday. Yes, sir. Awesome. So I'm going here. I'm a Yankee fan, and I think the Mets are doing it the right way. I think if they're going to rebuild. They should rebuild from zero. They should not patch. I mean, they should follow, they should they should not follow the Yankee blueprint. Yes, we win ninety games every year, but where does it take us? We're full of contracts that we don't need. Every year we listen to the fans. And look at Rondon and this guy and this guy. And I think the Mets should start from zero. They should stick. They have a rich owner, so they're going to spend money. They have a very smart um, GM, mm-hmm. so they're going to do things the right way. And I think they, they shouldn't panic because they're not going for the playoff. I think the Mets well, lineup is going to do damage. I think, I, I, I think they're going to – some of those players, they're going to play, play for the back of the cards like McNeil. Marte is coming back. I think they're going to have a good lineup. And he added bullpen. So that's that's a, the game is uh, based on the bullpen. So I think the Mets, part, yeah. the Mets So, but the I, Mets so, so if you think the their off, so if you think their offense is pretty good and you think their bullpen is pretty good, then why not go out and add one starting pitcher to help solidify that rotation and give because, them a chance to be a wild card team? Okay, because I'm not going to spend millions over 100 million dollars for for a a third, maybe a fourth pitcher like like Montgomery. He's not an ace. He's no, he's not. not he, he's not an ace. He could be. Yeah. He could be a number yeah. two. He just. He was a number two in the postseason. Yes, but who he just helped them win the World Series. He was brilliant in the postseason. He shut there. down the Rays. Yeah, oh yeah, no. I, okay, all right. No, I guess it means I, nothing. All we care about is the damn postseason. Now this guy's a proven postseason pitcher, and he's not good enough for the Mets to sign while his market depreciates every day. 
I, I don't get it. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Now Montgomery's not good enough for the Mets. Uh, no one has any value on this year. I, I, I'm very, I'm very confused by the lack of. And I sounded like he was a, a Yankee fan, but Mets fans, I don't. You're okay with not trying to win this year. I, I'm baffled by it, especially with the extra wild card, especially with the crapshoot that this thing has proven to be. And you want to go? You, you tell me, go getting a Montgomery right now who literally just was, I don't know, the second best pitcher in all of the playoffs last year? Who in the last year and a half has been excellent? Who had a 3.2 ERA last year in the regular season? Not good enough? Doesn't help you? Oh, next year you'll go get all the pitchers. Okay, you'll go. You'll fill a complete rotation with all the free agents, and they'll all be great and worth the money. <laughs> You're not... It's not costing you any prospects. That I would get. I'm not going to say, uh, don't go trade for Dylan Cease. I get it. I want to win every year. On some level, I want to have a chance to win every year. And I'm not against retooling. I'm against punting on any season. When I have an owner of Steve Cohen's ability, I don't punt. I don't give up. I don't say, oh, it's all about next year and the year after that. Yeah, there's ways to to rebuild and retool, and you don't trade away young prospects, you know, and you understand you got to build it with some youth, and you got to have a mix of veterans and youth, and you want to see what these guys can do. I understand a lot of it, but what if you win a World Series this year while you're rebuilding? And what if you get into the postseason? Anything can happen. Anything can happen. The Arizona Diamondbacks were in the World Series last year. The Arizona Diamondbacks. The same team. The te- Forget the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Texas Rangers won the World Series at the beginning of the offseason. At the beginning of the offseason, everyone on SNY was shaming. Shaming. Jacob DeGrom. For going to Texas and not caring about winning. Go ahead, go to Texas and lose, you bum. You don't care about winning. You'd rather just go to Texas and live on a ranch. Who care? Who needs you? That was the message the night Jacob DeGrom signed with the Texas Rangers. He he doesn't want to, he doesn't care about winning. He doesn't care about pressure. He doesn't want the smoke. He wants to just go enjoy life in Texas. Fine. Go lose a hundred games with those lousy Texas Rangers. That was what I heard for two straight days. And they're defending World Series champions right now. Anything can happen. Get another starting pitcher, get a bat, and rebuild while you give yourself a legitimate chance to beat one of those wildcard teams. It's silly not to. Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knocked 
knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 434, McMonagle here with you, 877-337-6666. I'm just, uh, I saw the video earlier, I'm watching it again. Uh, Cam Newton got into a brawl at, I guess, this seven-on-seven camp in Atlanta, We we Ball Sports, uh, seven, uh, seven-on-seven football game. I guess, you know, there's like, a, it's a competition, a bunch of teams are there, including... I guess Cam Newton's C1N team. I don't know if he's the coach of it. I'm trying to read the stories. Um, but so I guess he's at some this football event and gets jumped, and it looks like him versus a bunch of people. <laughs> I mean, he's in a he's in a brawl. He's in an absolute brawl, and he's got the the wizard. Like he's got kind of like a uh, a hat like a big, a big wizard type hat with his hair sticking out of it. So it's a it's a you you could tell which one is him. That's why I, I mean you could tell which one is him. And he gets I don't see anyone fighting on his side. He just gets jumped by like three or four dudes out of nowhere. Now again I don't know where this started. You pick up the video. These things are always but I mean and then you see a bunch of people with staff sweatshirts trying to break it up, but. And he's he's much bigger than everybody else too. He's he's a, obviously a big dude, but that is a legitimate brawl for Cam Newton. Which you know, I would imagine, you know, taking part in this, he's probably, you know, help. You know, he's probably doing this for the community, you know, community, or maybe he's he's got family members with the team, or whatever. But he's come, you know, he's part of this seven on seven thing. I'm sure, the last thing he's looking for fight crazy the videos if you haven't seen it, it's all over twitter i saw i saw robert uh rg3 uh was the one who tweeted out the video and he gets jumped like he gets jumped by like four or five guys i don't see any this is just him like with an altercation with one guy it looks like and then like four of his buddies like come to their aid to take on cam newton who's who's got a very big hat on his head 877-337-6666. One of the wilder videos you'll see today. I'm sure. One of many. They always there's another video of something crazy. We saw the the uh, the fan at the, the Devil's Ranger game with the headbutt and the fighting in the stands. It's just it's crazy. It's become crazy. I mean, especially with at pro sporting events where they just, you know, at the drop of a hat, you could be in a fight. I just I don't understand it. People are nuts. The last thing I would ever do. Like I, you would have to, and especially like if I had my children there with me, forget about it. You would have to do something crazy for me to get into a fight with you. I wouldn't even yell. If, like someone wants to yell something stupid at me, okay, I'm, I'm, I don't care. But I guess alcohol gets involved. You know how that works. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. But yeah, if you saw that video, the Ranger van. There's like a Devils fan with a jack uh, with a huge jersey, and then he just they they seem to be like just talking at you know aggressively, but just talking. Then out of nowhere, it seems like 
He just leans in with a, a headbutt, suck, a, a, a sucker butt. I don't, know, I don't know if the sucker butt is very popular, but it'll catch people off guard, that's for sure. Ed Manhattan, what's up, Ed? Hey, Chris. Um, I just, you know, I, I want to agree with you 100% on the Met. I'm a Met fan on the Met take, and, and you're right on on the Met take. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, and I agree when you say he should have been on regardless, Jordan Montgomery, because that's the guy. I know they're not going to get a bat. I mean, I'm, I'm holding out hope. Uh, of course, another bat would be good, uh, but I, I know that that's not going to happen for sure. But now that this happened with Singer, I mean, Jordan Montgomery, it's a, it's a no-brainer. I mean, if you can get him for a two- or three-year deal, you got to do it. Because you're right, they're going to contend in 25-26, and he'll be a bargain at that time. Of course, they're going to pay for him now. Yeah, over the luxury tag, they'll pay. But in the next couple of years, they sell him for a couple of years, he'll be a bargain, and he'll be a good pitcher. And he's right. He's the right pitcher right now. He's good. He's played in New yeah, York. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not a one time, it's not a one-year thing. He helps you. Like, he's, got it, he's involved in your championship window. Like, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. Like, if you're not looking to contend while he's still in the middle of that contract or, or still giving you good years of that contract, then what are you doing? And how many, how so many, different, how many different rotation spots do you, do you plan to fill next year? Yes, no, that's a great point. And who knows because what the you know, market's going to look like next year for pitching? What if, what if everyone's hot and it's costing you more money to sign the lesser targets that you have, and now suddenly you want to win, and now you've got to fill an entire rotation? Like I just, it doesn't make any sense to me not to be more aggressive on Montgomery. Uh, you're hundred percent, but I mean, I mean, starting to hear a tape of this uh, conversation because you're hundred percent. You you have a you have a correct. I mean, it's ridiculous. They're gonna you know next year you know Severino. I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, I do a one year deal. They're gonna be gone. You're gonna need pitchers, man. You're gonna need pitchers. So if you got a guy locked up for the next couple of years who's good, who you know is going to be good, what the hell are you waiting for? I yeah. mean, it's ridiculous. You know, it, you, 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 the, for God's sake, Diamondbacks got into the World Series. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, and I mean, that's – and forget and, – and listen, I, I agree with you, Ed, as far as projecting what he can be and how important he could be next year and the year beyond and when you start winning. Do we put no value on him helping this year's team? Is there really no value in it? Like, that's what I'm really struggling with. I get the plan. I get wanting to be good. I, I, I get even, you know, on some level retooling and taking a step back and not doing the one-year Scherzer deals and, 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 and Verlander deals and going crazy and spending, you know, tons of money up front for these guys. Like, I get it. Like, I understand that they went – he went all in – and he was willing to go spend big time money on Scherzer and big time money on Verlander, these aging, you know, Hall of Fame type pitchers, hoping for one last gasp at it. It didn't work. He moved on from them. He traded them. He ate the money, got better prospects for it. All brought, all well done. But I, I, it takes a hit, you know, eating those contracts for prospects isn't quite as good as if it hampers you from spending any money on this year. And I mean any. I mean any. I I don't understand Met fans giving me pushback on this. 2024 has value. Every season has value. I want to win this year. I want to compete this year. Sal and Matawan. What's up, Sal? Yeah, I'm in lockstep with you and Eddie. I'm a 55-year Mets fan. And there's no reason in the world that you wouldn't go get Montgomery. I mean, if they have an end on Martinez, fine. They think they got enough hitting, Marte coming back, and Alvarez hopefully blossoming out now. But 
Montgomery is a, a just a no-brainer. I mean, he's a lefty. He's pitched in New York before. He just won a World Series and was a main cog in that World Series. No doubt. Got, we know that he can handle the pressure. So what what are we talking about? You got the like you said the richest owner in yeah. baseball, and he doesn't and he doesn't and he doesn't come he doesn't have the qualifying offer attached. He costs you no picks. Exactly. I, I don't understand it's so it. Stupid. It's just it's just so ridiculous. It's right in front of your face, and you know ninety five percent of the Mets fans, or I would even say a hundred, would have no problem with this. But these guys who want to rebuild, it's not the it's not the you know the the sixty four Mets. It's you have players in place that that will do things for you this year. So let's let's reach for the playoffs. Like you said, the Diamondbacks were in the playoffs last year and in the World Series. Yeah. What does that say? You know, I'm I, absolutely. I, I'm I I. It says that anyone can do it. You get in and get hot. And the people who get mad at that. Shame on you because it's the same thing Derek Jeter's been saying forever. Best teams get there. Hottest teams win. Figure out a way to be one of the the best six teams in the. The NL uh, in the NL. So just figure out a way to do that. Compete for it. I just, I, I, I really don't, I don't get it. And again, it, it doesn't come with a pick. Like it doesn't hurt the process at all. And if you're talking about being on the books for money or the luxury tax, not with Steve Cohen. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to hear it. Not when he's done nothing this year. I don't want to hear it with, with Hal Steinbrenner, but at least he, he he can point to getting Juan Soto. At least he can point to doing some things. At least he can point to trading for another bat in Verdugo and, and signing Stroman. If he wants to if he wants to draw a line in the sand there, I disagree with him, but at least he's got a leg to stand on. I don't under like they've done nothing to help this team. Nothing. Other than like, no, even that. Even even making the great deals to, to get prospects, that's about future. The Mets are all about future right now. We start spring training, and this is you know kind of why I'm harping on it. We start spring training, and the Yankees are all about Juan Soto. The Yankees are all about this year. The Yankees are all about Judge and, and Cole and winning a championship with this team, and they're all in, and Verdugo and Torres and Soto and, and Holmes. And, you know, everyone's on one-year deals. Uh, Rizzo could be gone after this year. Like the whole team could be completely, dramatically, radically different next year. The Yankees are trying to win a World Series this year. That's the focus, and we're all pumped about it. And then the Mets, it's like, well, they just lost their ace, and I put those in quotation marks because I don't think he's an ace. He's a, he's a solid number two. Uh, but you know, they just lost their ace. It's okay. Mm. We'll figure it out. I st- I'm still, you know, I'm very excited about certain things. Did you see, uh, you know, how fast uh, Jet Williams was? Jet Williams can really run. Very excited for 2025. Should be good. Hopefully I'm still around when we get there. Maureen Belmore, tonight is your night, bro. Tonight is your night, bro. Glad to have you back. Kids back at school. Life's good. Yes, I'm back. The kids are back at school. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, it's just—it's like you know—we we're out for we're out for an hour and a half outside. It's freezing. We come back in. It's it's you know eleven fifteen, and they're looking at me like like now what? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You got to set up. Let's let's play wrestling. Let's play WrestleMania Monopoly again for the fifteenth time this today. Like I don't know what else to do. 
I think you got it next year. You got to set up a wrestling ring outside or something. Next year, it's yeah. <laughs> ne- ne- I mean, I know it's going to be warmer, hopefully, but next month, I think they're off. Yeah. The, the end of March, they're off for spring break. Um, we had we had a makeshift one, but it was made out of metal fence. It wasn't fun. What took a hundred years ago? But listen, uh, Yankees. It was great to see the split squad, seeing our both pitches. It was great to see baseball. Yep, and we again today, one o'clock. Got, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's interesting. I, these brawls that are going on at these stadiums, W you know, you I've never seen anything like it. It's almost to a point where you almost gotta go there to, to be ready and prepared to fight. It's, it's insane. And it's it, it has it has it really feels like now look, obviously I mean cameras phones aren't new necessarily, but they yeah. they get ramped up. And maybe it was always on some level uh, you know, I remember when I was growing up, or at least when I was young, if it, it's you know, most people are like, Oh, you don't want to go to Yankee Stadium you know. Um, so it was like, it, it was felt to yeah. be, oh, you don't want to go to the, you know, but I don't know if, you know, if it's always been like that and we're just, we're seeing more of it now, but it seems like every day there's another video of somebody getting into a fight. I, I think that it has a lot to do with, uh, a lot of those places not, not having the right security in place. I mean, things that go on for 10 minutes, guys get bought and you don't see one security guard. That's an issue. Yeah. Listen, this Cam Newton video, they have staff pretty quick, uh, but it's yeah. still pretty crazy. The one thing I wanted to say is, you know, why don't we, I think the Yanks should take the next five years off and wait for Otani. Let's wait for him to come out of the contract. Let's put the guys aside. Let's not sign anybody. This is going to be the Mets strategy this year, the Mets fans. It's, oh, we weren't into, if they get the first 10 wins, you see, we're in it. We're in it now. It's just a joke. It's mm-hmm. a joke. Get well, listen, I, I hope they end up, Maury, I'm, I'm, I, I hope they do end up with it. I hope I'm wrong and this team is better than we think. And listen, I do think there's a chance the the offense is is the offense can be pretty good, right? If Lindor has a good year for Lindor, which is a you know very good year for a baseball player, if Lindor has a good year for him, if Alonso has a motivated year and hits fifty plus home runs, if Marte is healthy and back to the player he was two years ago, if you know Nimmo continues to get on base and has a good solid year, McNeil hits three twenty instead of two fifty, you know, yeah. If 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 Beatty actually you know realizes his potential, if Alvarez is a stud, the offense could be pretty good. They've gone through real droughts, um, at times scoring runs, but their offense has a chance to be pretty good. But the pitching is a disaster, and there just seems to be an easy fix for me that I don't understand why they're not jumping on it, and I really don't understand why Met fans are okay with it. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Uh-huh. 454, McMonagle here with you. 877-337-6666. And, you know, as it's funny. As we were talking about, um, you know, fights at stadiums, you know, briefly after the watching the, the Cam Newton uh, footage of him getting into a fight at some, you know, seven-on-seven football event. Looks like getting jumped by, uh, or, you know. Doesn't look like a one-on-one thing. But anyway, you want to go check out that video. I'm seeing there's another video. Of our guy Frank the Tank getting thrown out of the Devils game. Now, thankfully, I don't think anything came to fisticuffs here, but Frank, 
who, you know, famously loves to express himself. Let's just put it that way. And his displeasure of every team he roots for. He's a, a Dolphins fan, a Devils fan, a Mets fan. I think that's really what got him on the map was the Mets fan rant he went on uh, at City Field. But uh, And then a Nets fan, now turned Nick fan, I guess. I don't know if that's the case or not. But, I mean, it's taken him to such heights as going on a walk with Mike Francesa, which is amazing enough. But obviously the guy loves to complain about his teams and scream. So apparently he got into it with some fans who were just tired of hearing him <laughs> scream at the Devils game. So, Frank, there is video of Frank being escorted out by security at the Devils game. Poor Frank. Poor Frank. The guy can't catch a break. All his teams are disasters. The Devils are falling apart. The Rangers can't stop winning. Actually, they stopped last night. Stopped on a 10-game winning streak. They're on fire. And as much as this is Yankee hot stove, and yeah, that's damn right it is. And as positive I am on the Yankees, and as good as I feel about any team that's good enough to make it to the playoffs getting through uh, a postseason, I think the Yankees' offense hopefully should be dynamic this year. And we talk about Aaron Rodgers. And what I think about the Jets with that defense and some of the weapons, if they add, you know, if they could figure out a way to bolster that offensive line, get one more offensive weapon, another wide receiver with that defense, I think the Jets can be a force inside the AFC East. Now, they've got a lot of to contend with, no doubt. Patrick Mahomes, again, obviously, back-to-back defending Super Bowl champion. And the Kansas City Chiefs probably will only get better. Uh I'm sure they'll add more talent to that wide receiver room. Andy Reid's not going anywhere. Uh, Travis Kelsey's not going anywhere. And they'll probably just end up getting better. And then obviously, you know, you got all the other quarterbacks, Joe Burrow coming back from injury. It's a it's a gauntlet, that AFC. We talk about it. And now you would figure, uh, you know, her, uh, you, you're going to see even more from Herbert and and the Chargers this year. So it's tough, but I like their chances. But right now, you know, the Rangers, and if if Igor can play, now Quick lost this game. Quick's played very well for them as the backup goalie. Uh, There was a stretch there coming out of the All-Star break where Quick had, you know, a good run of starts, and you thought maybe they'd give Igor a long-rested, you know, time off. They didn't. They threw him back in there. And Igor, despite, you know, not being that sharp to start the the outdoor game against the Islanders, he's been pretty damn good and was really, was, you know, excellent down the stretch of that game against the Flyers, but they've won 10 in a row. They're getting a little bit more scoring um, from the back end, from the fourth line over the last you know handful of games. They haven't been as reliant on the power play, which is a, you know an issue for me because you look at this team, if they're going to compete for a championship, it's the same thing every year. Like, it's the same thing every year. Goals are scarce, and this team has struggled to score from their back lines. And they've had trouble scoring five on five without the power play. And the power play comes and goes. But as of late, a little bit better. And Igor has really responded. You know, again, besides being a little shaky in that Islander game, other than that, he's been pretty damn good since getting some time off around the All-Star break and the couple games after. And if he can be what he was two years ago, and, and and this team can play the way they've played here and skate the way they, they've skated and, 
you know, get some depth scoring. Now, you know, Drew's going to have to go out there and add something at the deadline. And, you know, you'd love to get another center uh, to, to put on these back lines. But the young kid has kind of come in and established a little bit of a, a fight culture, or at least a, you know, a, a bruising culture, a, a tough culture. Uh, what is it? Three fights in five games. He got the game winning goal the other night. And despite losing to the Blue Jackets, the Rangers are the team to beat. In the NHL, why not? That'd be fun. Have it a nice little run. 30 years in the making. Knicks and Rangers to go along with uh, Yankees. Uh, the Mets don't seem to care. But we'll get to that tomorrow. Thank you guys for calling. Thank you guys for listening. Jack on the other side, appreciate the help. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Monday. Enjoy your week with the kids back at school. I know I will. I'm gonna, Although, you know, Tommy's flying high with his new yellow belt. He's very excited. I'm sure he can't wait to tell all his friends at school and on the bus. But I'll catch you tomorrow at 2 a.m. again. Until then, enjoy your Monday. Have a great day. Yankees at 1 o'clock. Why not? See you then. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. WFM.